Nope, that's no good either now because we're <laughs> <laughs> coming at you Sunday, 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 Raceway Park. <laughs> um, sorry, that's that's local in New Jersey. It should be Tuesday though. Coming at you Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Foxes in the Hen House. I'm Karen and this week I'm joined by... Liz! Not even and Liz. And Liz! There we go! <laughs> so this week we kind of wanted to uh, toss a mini-sode out there concerning some of the lesser known Marvel television shows. Well, maybe um, only one of them is lesser known. Yeah, the other one's kind of still, you know... It's a thing. It's the latest thing. Yeah, the big, big latest thing. Big latest thing, yeah. Wh- which one do we want to talk about first? Oh. Do we want to start with a bang or a... Hey. Oh. You like that? Yeah. All right. So The Punisher. Yeah. Now, you've seen all of it. Liz. I have watched it all. Okay. I, I, I was not able to, like, I was able to binge the last few episodes, but it was really hard to, like, try binging the first the first half of the series, I'd say. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I think I'm on episode four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried. I tried. Are you not going to continue? No, no. I'm totally going to continue, but I wanted to be completely done by the time we did this mini-sode. Oh, yeah. I no. just failed in that because I kind of got hopelessly addicted to the show we will discuss after we discuss what I we've seen of yeah, Punisher. Sure, yeah. I love what's his head. Frank Castle? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I kinda I kinda dig him a lot. Yeah. I think I think he really gets the character. Oh yeah. Like it's a very human character. It's mm-hmm. a very broken character. Mm-hmm. Remorseful. Like definitely self punishing. No pun intended. <laughs> I I just like the I like the way the series handles the topics that it chooses to focus on. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I uh, am really interested. So the the episode I'm on. So if you haven't watched any Punisher whatsoever, I, I don't know. Wait until just we wait, talk about something else. Yeah. yeah, just wait a bit. Um, I really like the way that they're handling. Now I'm not I'm in the military. I am not. Uh, I have no military service. Mm. Uh, I do have some experience with post-traumatic stress disorder. So I really do like the way they are handling that. These Marvel shows, specifically this one and Jessica Jones, have done a really good job, I think, Mm. of handling these kinds of topics and dealing with, uh, you know, various issues in and around, you know, veterans' issues and, and, and the like. The returning vet. Yeah, and, and the PTSD, this, those who are suffering from PTSD, and the way they're stranded when they mm-hmm. once they return, the way they're neglected. Yeah, yeah, especially the dude who like digs a ditch and like sleeps in it so he can have like a good night of sleep. Yeah, I just got to the episode where um, the independent cr- contractor Anvil mm-hmm. uh, did not take him because they found out he was sleeping in like a ditch in his backyard. Yeah, and kind of took that as a you know me. A little bit of bird flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, so Anvil. I wasn't expecting Anvil to show up. No. I should have expected Anvil to show up, really. Okay, now is that... It is. It's from, It's in the. It's in Marvel. I, I, Anvil is one of the... Like, it shows up sometimes. Okay. So I don't... I mean, it's just one of those, like... One of those Marvel background companies. Hammer, Anvil. Hammer and Anvil. Same. Oh, look at that. Yeah. All right. 
right, all right. It's been it's been a while, and most of my Marvel reading was X books, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling this was Anvil was probably not something that yeah, it made it into so an X book. Yeah, yeah, but I like I like the look of it. Yeah, uh, the opening credits are kind of cool. The opening credits are really cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I do not I do not skip intro. Thank you very much. Oh, I I do. You do. It depends. I yeah. watch it the first time through. Yeah. But if I'm going to watch like one or two episodes or more than an episode, yeah, then I'm yeah, going to skip it. But definitely you have to watch it at the beginning. I mean, it gets you in like the mood for what you're going to watch. Yeah. His Civil War beard, Frank Castle, <laughs> was a little a little disconcerting. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked him at the at the construction site. I thought that was that was kind of... Yeah. Kind of cool. That him. was that was a great like introductory episode. Mm-hmm. Just breaking a wall with a sledgehammer, just uh, continuously mm-hmm. until his hands bleed. So much man pain. So much man pain. But it's like attractive man pain. <laughs> he's he's easy on the eyes. He is in that way that looks like he's been punched in the face several times. Maybe I just have a thing for Marvel characters who get hit in the face a lot. <laughs> that's a, it's a very specific fetish. Actually, it's not that specific no. fetish. A lot of them get hit in the face a lot. Yeah, but not as much as like like Frank Castle and Matt Murdock. Yeah. 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 But then cause... Luke Cage is so pretty too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pretty dudes in Marvel shows. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Because they're starting. They've been figuring it out. Yeah. yeah, we have a gaze that should be catered to, and it's not just our gaze. Because I think there's a lot of yeah. people out there who who uh... want to see the pretty men's. Yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. What a time to be alive! <laughs> it's wonderful. Look around, look around. Wonderful time to be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the the running gag of him looking like a hipster with the beard. Yes, yes, and him just being like, I don't, I don't want to look like a hipster. When he's funny, he's really funny. Yeah. Oh, I just got past the episode where it's showing him, like, being in the service and happy. Oh, yeah. And his wife bought him, like, Springsteen tickets. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, he smiles, and you're like, oh, and then, you know, we'll eventually get that clip of his wife getting, like, the back of her head blown off. Mm. (sighs) It did, it warmed my heart that they were Springsteen tickets. (laughs) I was like, yes, he would get excited about that because he is correct. Mm-hmm. Well, he's the boss. It's true. Mm-hmm. He's the patron saint of New Jersey. It's true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Not Bon Jovi. No, Bon Jovi. He's like the guardian angel of New Jersey. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. No, but, so, like, no, we've already talked about, like, the PTS. I, like, I find it so, hmm, you're five episodes in. Yeah. Because I don't want to spoil anything for you either. I know. I'm, I'm excited, but. I mean, yeah. I can put my fingers in my ears and go la la la. No, you no, can no. just talk uh, straight to the readers. I'm just talking to myself. No, so fuck that. Um, <laughs> but I do. I, I I find I find it interesting the way that they like that that they use like a therapy group mm. for for just to just to get those voices of of veterans in. I wish like they have they usually have like one woman in the circle. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. I would like for her to speak. Mm-mm. But you don't see her speaking. Mm-mm. That's true. Which, like, it's like, all right, you're, you're, you you made it, like, you, you, like, put your foot in the door. Just need to just keep going. Come on. Even one day at a time mm. dealt with that more, I yeah. think, than the Punisher is dealing with female returning combat veterans. Yeah. That's interesting. I will say say one thing though, and something that you'll you'll see as you go forward. All so you have like you have some pretty solid female characters in this because you've got oh I I'm love blanking everyone's names. Yeah, uh, Ruhani. I think so. That's uh, the the investigator. The investigator. I love her. She's fantastic. She's so great. I love her mom. Yeah, you know what, what what's great about her mom? I'm listening to her. I'm like, this is an extreme. She who is this woman? What have I seen her in before? 
Uh, she is one of the admirals in Mass Effect. Shut up! She's a Quarian. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, I know that voice. has such a distinctive, <laughs> smooth, cool-sounding voice. She shows up in Mass Effect 2 or 3? Three. 3. Definitely 3. I'll take your word for this. She's so good. Like, and it's just such a cool voice. Yeah. Oh, both of them are so good. They're so cool. So she definitely, like, she's just got just the, her presentation, her attitude. Like, I don't feel like she's being... She's... Obviously, she's very pretty in, you know, in the way that you're going to expect from, from such a role because, like, she has to be young and attractive. Mm-hmm. But she's not framed in a way that, like, she's, she's not a, a runway model, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of style and presentation. She's, she is sharp-dressed. She looks like she's there to get shit done. Mm-hmm. Crisp. Yeah. Creased. Confident. Yeah. Determined. I like her a lot. Yeah. I like how she's, like, brusque with other people, right? Like, yeah. Clipped, and I, I really kind of, I kind of dig that. Mm. I, I like, I like her a lot. Like she, she, she has to play with the, she has to play with the boys and remind them that that she can, mm-hmm. and she comes across that way. And her poor beleaguered partner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess everybody's got to get a foggy somewhere. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know what I like about the Marvel shows mm. is the foggies are all good at what they do. They may kind of be like the, you know, the comic relief. The but goofballs, yeah. Yeah, but they're competent. I, yeah. Thank you, Marvel. Can can I call you Marvel? Um, <laughs> for giving us competent, like, B-character comic relief, like, yeah. people. Because they're still it, the sensible ones. Yeah, but it makes all the difference in the world to, to have them be legit good at their jobs. You know? I don't know. Makes me happy. Hmm. How about Micro? I don't know what to think of Micro. Micro reminds me an awful lot. He's like um, Pimento from Brooklyn Nine-Nine crossed over with the guy who plays Weasel in Deadpool. (laughs) Okay. He's like their love child. Uh, I just got past the episode. Like I I had taken a little bit of a break Mm. because we watched two episodes together. Yes. And I think I went home and watched one where it's like Frank Castle gets into his weird lair yeah by like sneaking into the trunk of his car yes and uh, i thought that was pretty kick-ass like whenever he got to like the graveyard and his friend was there and not frank castle mm. i'm like he's gonna be in the trunk of the car he's gonna yeah he is yeah um and then just having micro naked and like tortured in his own house oh god yeah yeah that's just yeah and i i feel bad for him mm-hmm. because i mean Gosh, that scene where we get Micro's backstory mm-hmm. and he's in the car and looks in the rearview mirror and realizes that like his wife is like they're they're the the family is C- there. Yeah, the CIA is like in, you know approaching him from behind and yeah. he makes out to run and yeah, that's that's like the what was that? What was that horrible Sandra Bullock movie? Was it the, the net? net? Yeah, it made me think of the net. I've you know, just that. like you can't like there's no escaping like you know, they know where everything is and yeah, you know. yeah, I. So, like, well, first, a minor side note, I realized there's something interesting about the fact that he is a, like, specific, explicitly, like, coded Jewish character. Mm. Hmm. You know, it's kind of like, I don't don't know what it is, but, you know, usually, very often, when a character is Jewish, it's extremely incidental. Like, you might get a throwaway line about Hanukkah or something, Mm -hmm. or a bar mitzvah, Mm -hmm. maybe. But here, it was just like... It's just explicit. There, there are like multiple little traits that aren't necessarily like they're not glaring stereotypes of any kind. But I don't know. Like, there's just a bit more of an ethnic coding in there. 
Not in, not in characteristics. Okay. Like, I mean, like, you know, the way names are dropped here and there okay. and other little, like, features in the background. I'm going to have to pay more attention. It's minor, but yeah. it's something that I realized, like, you don't usually, usually they're just sort of, you know, they just, they're just white like anyone else, but they don't mention Christmas. Mm. Um, mm. So, which, I mean, to some, to some, to a greater extent, it's is true of, of the Jewish diaspora in American culture, but at mm-hmm. the same time, they are also othered. Mm-hmm. So, when, when it's convenient for people. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, and at, I feel like at this point it is, it's something like, I don't know, I mean, what, I, I shouldn't be, I'm not the I'm not the voice of authority on this, but like to have that stand out and, you know, here's a heroic character who has this about them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I, when I said, I want to clarify this just in case, when it's convenient for others, I mean for people disparaging. Yes. To not like, yeah, I just want to make that clear. Yeah. I'm a little I'm a little extra cautious of my words. No, that's fair. That's fair. But that's but that aside, um I I liked like it's a very 21st century sort of character. Mm. Cuz Micro exists in the comics. Does he? Yes. Okay. I don't I, like I I I think like, you know, original the original code was like Microchip or something like that. Okay. Or something like that. I don't remember. I might have seen a fleeting appearance in one of the comics or something. But but this is a very 21st century character in the series, you know, full on NSA, like just it's all of that shit, that paranoia that we have, the paranoia and also just resigned acceptance of the surveillance state. I have to admit, I'm looking at his like weird bat lair and I'm like, how does one get one of those? Like, how do you live on the grid and manage off the grid well apparently to be para the grid i looked it up it's not it's not i don't think it's said in the series at any point but it is like a power station like like a a substation it's like an operation center or something like that oh you know like an old one obviously like an old power operations because i mean make masking yourself on the net i get yeah but he's like coming and going and there's food and alcohol and yeah it's like how do you pull off like a super secret lair? You know, like yeah, I don't, I don't, hmm, I don't know either. I, I mean, like I he can, can barely he can manipulate use... cameras and shit. So that's true. I can barely use incognito mode on my browser, so <laughs> I'm just like completely befuddled. Yeah, yeah. How about how, how you've you've become acquainted now with his family? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was an interesting way for her. For to meet Frank is for him to make it look like she hit him with his car. Yeah, and then he's in there like razor blade to the forehead. Yeah, and then he's in there helping like fix the garbage disposal and just kind of showing up and being hunky in the house and and it's weird yeah. that Micro has like cameras in his house. Yeah, and he's like stalking his wife that way. It's it's a really like. Because when I first see that, I'm like, no, I don't like this. Yeah. This is not cool. Like, this is such an invasion of privacy, even if it is your family. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you really miss your family. Yeah. Like, it's it's a very pitiable sort of... It's, we- it's, it's weird, and I like the weirdness. I like being made uncomfortable by my media. Mm. I, I just liked Micro doing all of this stuff and then being on top of the building. Mm. Like the first time he contacts Frank, yeah. you have like the payphone, and he's literally on top of the diner, but he makes it sound like he's somewhere else. Yeah, the misdirection. Yeah, I was like, that's that's pretty slick in like a modern, but like, it's like watching a, like a movie with like a whole bunch of digital effects, but you can tell which one's the practical effect and that's the one that works. Yeah. You know, I really dug that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think well, you're you'll get to know mm-hmm. um, 
his family more. Okay. And his wife especially. Oh. She, she I find her to be a very interesting character. All right. Um, because, because she, like, of everyone, is the normie. Yeah. And I, I really interested in how she's going through life knowing that, I mean, d- does she think her husband is dead? No, they never found a body. But he is, he's dead to the world. Oh, okay. I might have missed I feel that. I like that's been, okay, well, hopefully, hopefully if I did spoil that, it's, it's, it's a very, like, it's eh. going to be made very clear. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, yeah. No, no, she, I think she says it when she first meets Frank. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're saying it and then there's her, there's her actually uh-huh. believing that her husband is dead Fair. or that he's out there somewhere. Fair. But yeah. if she does believe that he is dead, then trying to hook up with Frank Castle might, might be a thing that could happen. It would be really awkward. Pretty awkward. But but um, I'm you know I I have needs. <laughs> I have needs, and some of those needs involve him losing his shirt. Mm. Um, so we'll see. I realize if the tables were turned and mm. this were a dude talking about like a woman in a similar like Jessica Jones, oh, I just I need her to lose her shirt. Mm. I realize how creepy that is. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I don't. But I do mean to objectify Frank Castle. Well, I mean, here's the thing. There's a, there's a. There's a social power difference. That's true. That's true. That's why that's why we get away with this stuff more because it doesn't usually happen and those guys are all lauded in their own right. That's true. And it's not, you know, it's not that they're constantly reduced to their butts. Hashtag butts. Hashtag butts. Nice butts though they may be. It's true. So, so yeah. So you're, are you you're enjoying this? I am. I am and uh, I will I will hopefully uh hopefully be able to finish that soon it's not a show i think i can watch more than like two i think i tried to watch three episodes in one night and i was like nope this is a two episode a night maximum yeah sort of situation so it's especially tough for me like i you know normally something like this i i can have on while i'm working on something on my computer and i'll keep glancing up and it'll be fine but with this i had to i would stop and replay a scene Mm -hmm. because i'm like no there was something visual that i want that that i want to make sure i didn't miss like there's a lot to watch, a lot of expression, like, like expressiveness. Even though like Castle is pretty stoic, mm-hmm. but his mannerisms, he reminds me of he reminds me of a couple of people. But like just this tough guy, and especially you know I've had a few people in my life. One in particular I can think of who like came back from deployment changed, mm. and and one in particular I can think of, he came back. And yeah, he 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 forgot how to smile, mm. and he forgot like he just he just emotions just weren't yeah. easy for him. I could like I feel like there was at least one time where he was amused, but his face was just deadpan, mm-hmm. and like so there's a lot of subtlety of emotion in there that I feel like they got right for Castle mm. because it's in there. Mm-hmm. It's just not he's just suppressing it, mm-hmm. and that's that's some subtle shit for like a performance, you know. Yeah, I I liked all of the flashback stuff to mm-hmm. him just having good camaraderie with like the other guys yeah. in his unit, and yeah, you know, and Karen nice. has shown up right. Uh, very briefly, okay. um, the, the, she can contact him by putting like flowers oh, in the, the window, flowers, yeah. which I thought was, was nice. Yeah. Uh, I love that actress so much. She makes me so happy. So yeah. I was very glad that she was there. I like their dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. They were definitely my favorite part of season two Daredevil. It was like the B story with Frank Castle. Yeah. Is my, the first thing I loved about season two. Uh, the second thing I loved about season two was, uh, the the hate sex kitchen scene between Electra and Matt Murdock, and then <laughs> yes. the third thing was the arrival of uh, the Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, everything that they did, and I'm I have to admit, 
they did do some of that like holistic everything is connected yeah bit to frank's life in daredevil season two mm-hmm. that i'm hoping gets fleshed out because i just didn't like all of it happening so close together it was too so neat convenient. yeah life is just not that neat no especially in the punisher shouldn't be that neat Mm-mm. um from what i know of it no, so i'm hoping that gets fleshed out so it was nice to see again clancy brown yeah um who is always a goddamn delight yes uh yeah yeah i'm excited i am gonna finish it cool yeah we can continue. Well, well, well. I'm sure you'll you'll be publicly expressing your reactions as you go through. Oh yeah, yeah. I will. I will start tweeting the the hell out of out of this. But uh, there was one show. So the reason I stopped mm-hmm. watching Punisher mm-hmm. is because I got kind of addicted yeah. to The Gifted. Yeah. So thanks to you, <laughs> I started watching it. Yeah. Because you you pitched it pretty well to me. Well, it's like a Stefan sketch. You went, you went with Stefan. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just, I, I'm watching this, and, uh, you know, all I could think of was, like, this show has everything. It has television's Oscar Isaac. It has vampire Bill, Fred Burkle from Angel, uh, the Native American Johnny Depp from Cry Baby, which is exactly what I think um, Thunderbird, Thunderbird looks mm. like. And I spent, like... Two days calling him Warpath, and that was so wrong. And meanwhile, I was impressed. I was like, I wouldn't have, ex- I mean, like, surprised. I was like, I wouldn't expect them to use, like, I I don't usually see Warpath in the Latter-day Comics because he's got a problematic name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would assume that he's been renamed by now. Probably. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put that in show notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has, it just has everything. And it's, uh, it, it's got, uh, Donald wears my trousers. <laughs> Uh, who I will I will always remember uh, from oh he was on Deadwood too I mm. I love that guy so the cast is and just then really Blink cool. and Polaris I was like ah yes. mm, all right Blink is one of my favorite mutants from Age of Apocalypse um, and I'm so glad to see her having made it into what was it Days of Future Past or no, no Apocalypse it was Apocalypse uh, and though then, she had such a mind like she she just didn't speak no she was. Well, it was her and Storm were kind of yeah. wasted. I had I had hope. Yeah. Um, but she's apparently coming back to a Marvel book. Okay. Um, which I'm excited about. But I loved her. And she's really good in this. Yeah. So wait, I don't want to spoil anything okay. other than like the casting uh, list. I don't know. Where I'm, are you? I'm, I'm so, I think I, I think it's really just like the first arc up until Vampire Bill make, makes a deal. Okay. Okay. Oh, and then the other two things. So the show is made by yeah. the guy who made Burn Notice, which is yes, why Vampire this. Bill's mom is played by. Oh, um, she's a, she's a she's a Burn Notice lady. Yeah, she she plays Michael Weston's mother, and okay. she was Cagney in Cagney and Lacey. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, and then the the guy on the Sentinel Squad. Yeah plays jesse who was also on burn notice okay he comes in oh, in the later okay. seasons yes. after like michael gets unburned and reburned he's like the cousin oliver effect okay like we need a new dude to mm, shake things mm-hmm. up and so he's really good yeah okay so so, so and vampire um, bell hasn't cut the deal yet uh well he's he's about to make he's making the okay. decision too but um well i i have to say so like first first episode starts up First uh, opening sequence and everything, and then this one carrot, one dude comes on and he's talking, he's being very emphatic and he's doing leadership things. And I'm like, oh, he does look like Oscar Isaac. He does right? have the mannerisms. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't quite have the that mm. I need. But he's uh, 
it's a good group dynamic. Mm-hmm. They got like they got some good shit going on. I like what I really liked is the well. First of all, I liked the uh, teenage banter between the two siblings. Like you know, early on, the like about you know we don't use that word, we don't say muties. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's just I'm like this is very millennial. It's not. I mean, they're not even millennial. They're too young to be millennials. Mm. They're whatever the next generation is going to get saddled with. But um, they got to get off my damn lawn. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm really enjoying like the par- vampire Bill and Fred Mom, and Fred. Yep, is that her name? Well, she was. That's she, what that's her what, name was. She was Yeah. Um, but like they. It's really interesting that you have the mutants doing their mutant thing and having their mutant capers and their mutant desperation and need to survive. Meanwhile, you have these two parents who are trying to protect their family and are just like, from everything they're doing, I'm like, yeah, I feel like this is exactly, you know, my parents, I've, we were informed, we have been informed in the family, like all the children know that my parents once upon a time just like, were like, they just made it clear with each other, like anything should happen no matter what. The kids always get priority. If it's down to a choice between, you know, kids or spouse, mm-hmm. kids, mm. save the kids. And I was like, this is pretty epic, mom. What? Jesus yeah. Christ. But like them watching, it's like, oh yeah, this is it. This is that mentality at work. Yeah. Where they're just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, damn, damn the rules, damn our safety. Yeah, because dad is a prosecutor. He's a prosecutor, yeah. Who's been prosecuting mutants. He's got and, a lot to lose. Yeah, he's got he's got everything to lose. Yeah, and doesn't give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like they're heroic. They're heroic mortals. I was about to call them. Uh, that's an exalted <laughs> reference. I'm sorry. Uh, I should take a drink. <laughs> oh. That's good rum. I am I am drinking. This is pirate rum, courtesy of the inimitable Han- Andy Hicks. Oh yes, of uh, of our theme song fame. Yes, ending credit that's fame. That's what he's known for. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all he's known for. That, that's that's all, he, that's all he's got. <laughs> no, that's not true. You should get his album. It's great. Yeah, really. It's the Pluto Link, tapes. Pluto tapes. Yeah. Well, um, and uh, Dawn's Early Light. Oh. Mm. Link it in the show notes. It's great. Yeah, we'll do that. Great, but like there, it, you have these non mutants, these ordinary people. These Homo sapiens, as opposed to Homo superior, mm-hmm. um, who are they're they're doing heroic things, which is always super interesting. Mm-hmm. Like to have these, you know, these people like in the face of like just better firepower on the part of the government, and and just everything the fucking mutants got, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there like they're just like, no, I'm you move. Yeah, yeah, that's some that's some ballsy parenting right there. It's great. And I love Amy Acker, the mom. I love mm. her to bits. She was in uh, Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, And she yeah. was really good in that. Um, yeah. And she did a stint on, oh, I'm Person of Interest. Okay. Where it's her These and- things I haven't seen. And I believe Sarah Shahi are like a, a couple together. Okay. And they're very pretty. Mm. Um, and sadistic and punch each other a lot. Um, so, or, so I have been told- I don't watch the show. I've been told I need to watch the show pretty much for, for their relationship. But yeah, no, I, I love pretty much everything I've seen her in. She has been, she's yeah. been fantastic. Yeah, she's been great. I, I like that early on we got to see, you know, a proper like mutant awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a mutant who's having trouble controlling powers. We have like all sorts of like, and seeing like, just hearing sentinels like, <gasps> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the little weird spindly the robots. Tech. Oh, God. 
<laughs> like this is stuff I don't I like I'm like this is happening in a TV show. This is a live action X Men TV show that's explicitly X Men. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's like, not Generation X. <laughs> it's not it's not Legion that's that's you know that's coding it and couching it and like hiding it until mm-hmm. suddenly it's like surprise. This is clearly about Professor X. Mm-hmm. Like which is fine. It works for Legion. Oh, but it's, it's just Legion. really cool to suddenly see like no, this is actually an X Men show. That's yeah. really weird. I was saying to somebody uh, on a forum not too long ago about, uh, because apparently the New Mutants movie got pushed back to 2019. Uh, Have you seen the trailer for that? No. It is, uh, it's a horror movie. It's billed as a horror movie. Interesting. And so it's got this really great slowed down cover. This is a genre they haven't tackled yet. Well, well, that's what I really like about it. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some mutants and I love the gifted for scratching that. Yeah. Here, let's teach you middle class white Americans what oppression looks like mm. by oppressing, you know, these fictional people. Like it's it's everything about the social justice warrior yeah. X Men that I've liked. But it also gives me that nice slice of life. Like it's just I love it so much. But one of the things I really enjoy about how Marvel has handled their other mutant properties is that they've done something with them like logan yeah. is a is is a western mm-hmm. and legion is a psychedelic mind fuck yeah it is it is it is it's kind of art house oh yeah definitely yeah definitely and now new mutants is supposed to be like a horror movie that's awesome yeah the, a slowed down version of the wall you know le- teacher leave those kids alone yeah and then it plays on loop in the background maybe i have seen this you might have i think it was before uh they, they showed it before Star Wars. Oh, maybe I saw that. Anyway. No, no, not before. I didn't see that before Star Wars. No. Oh. I guess I saw other shit. No. Oh. I'll look it up on the internet. Yeah. We'll post it in the show notes. We'll put that in yeah. show notes. We can watch it together, readers. Um, Another random like side thing. Like, one, I liked seeing the leadership in the hands of, of the indigenous character. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Two, seeing... I don't remember any other names. That's okay. That's uh, television's Oscar Isaac. Television's Oscar Isaac. Uh, he's Eclipse. Eclipse, okay. With the, with the glowing blood and the ability to generate I don't think I've light. seen him. Oh, no, okay, yes, yes. So when he pulls up in the car mm-hmm. and, like, there's there's that other mutant who is, you know, one of the one of the very, like, the obvious mutants, you know, with green skin or something like that and pointy mm-hmm. ears, you know, leaning in. And they, they're, they're the, it's, it's what's going on, we're evacuating. In Spanish. Mm. And I was like... Just a random little, like, throwaway thing. It could have just been... It, all they decided to do was, like, take these two lines and switch to Spanish. I was like, they're, they're Hispanic mutants. <laughs> and they're green. Mm-hmm. Like, usually those are those are not... Those are just... They just keep those coded white Anglo. And it was just, like, the most... It was a weirdly jarring and exciting thing. Yeah, is he... He was one of the, the guys out on the... Like, on the road, right? Yeah, like, at yeah. the entry. Yeah. So that was really cool. And, yeah... No, it's really, I, and I, and it's interesting to see the um the whole the the mutant panic thing mm. at play. I feel like, I mean, it's something that's that we've seen done a million times in the comics and in shows and everything, like in in like cartoons and the movies. The movies definitely, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's something different about it here that that feels a little more mundane and makes it that much more like more tangible. Mm-hmm. And so it's less like I feel like in the movies it's kind of it's all it's in the movies it's kind of a straw man. Yeah. In movies it's like they set it up so that you can be like no that's wrong. Nobody should, you know, you like they're they're still the bad guys here it's like this feels kind of understandable mm-hmm. almost. Like, yeah. Especially like you know right from the get go like you bring in Vampire Bill and he's a sympathetic face of it mm-hmm. where he really seems to think that he's doing the right thing and he does have compassion in the way that he interacts with them that we'll see going forward but like 
it's 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 that small scale that you get for TV, mm-hmm. and I feel like that that does its service here. Yeah. Yeah, it is really interesting. It it certainly does a lot better with, I think, like the microaggression. It makes me mm. think of there used to be a comic called Muties. Okay. Which was little vignette stories about just everyday mutants, not ones in tights. Nice. You know? And I really, I liked it a lot. I do have to ask, mm. have they mentioned the X-Men at all? Yes. Where you are. In okay. that, like, you know, they can't, they can't help us because, yeah. like, you know, where the X-Men, the X-Men are going to come. The Brotherhood got name dropped. Yep. I think... And this is something that isn't a spoiler. Mm. I think this takes place in the Logan universe. Okay. I think the reason why the X-Men can't come mm-hmm. is the what happened to the X-Men. Fuck, I gotta go watch Logan. Have you not seen Logan? I still haven't seen Logan. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I thought you had seen it. No, I have. I oh. So, like, I actually I actually rented it with my, you know, with, uh, for my, like, Google Play gave me a credit for my birthday. Yeah. But that was, like, seven months ago. And you, you rent, oh, and you rent I forgot, it. I never got around to it, oh. and the 30 days ran out because my life Well, this makes so much more sense now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get around to All it. All right. No, Not that I don't want know. to, is that I have to, like, prepare and sit down and, like, I'm going to watch this movie. It is an intense, intense movie. It is it is a, a Western starring old man Logan. And, and, and feral child. Feral, oh my God, Laura is so good. X-23 is so good. Tiny little Spanish gymnast is so good. Oh my God. Anyway, but it does, it does. It's not just a superhero movie, which is what I think the original X-Men movies were, were superhero movies. Oh yeah. And, and they all get their uniforms. Yeah. They go in to save the day. And the the things about the X-Men universe that I liked the most were the slice of life, this is what it's like to have powers yeah. sort of things. Facing the smaller obstacles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So seeing like Eclipse and Pol- oh, freaking Polaris. Yeah, that that like her presence alone raises possibilities because I mean, is Magneto gonna gonna get a mention? Is Magneto gonna? I mean, I d- I doubt they'll have like I'm not gonna be the kind of person like is Magneto gonna show up because mm-hmm. that's a cast casting clusterfuck. Yeah, Magneto's not gonna show up. If Magneto shows up, I will be surprised and impressed. Yeah, but. Yeah. But I, they're gonna they're gonna allude to him like mm-hmm. you know in the same way that they allude to like characters in Legion or mm-hmm. others. They're just gonna be figures just just off screen or just in the shadows. But that does you know make things more exciting though because now we're seeing like these are like the mainstream. This is the main. This is much closer to the main plot than say like Runaways, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem to have any connection at all. Which I gotta be honest is how I prefer Runaways. That's fine. Yeah. But that, like, you know. that's why they lost me when I was reading the comic book is suddenly Frank Castle showed up and I'm like, what? no, yeah, to hang out with the teenagers. Well, no, they like run past. So like in the comic and, and readers will have to bear with me here in the comic, they are literal runaways. Like they mm-hmm. find out their parents are evil and then they run away and they run away. Yeah. Um, and they run across Frank Castle and Molly, uh, the little girl with all of the strength like Mm. punches him in the stomach and like knocks him down and i'm just like i needed this not to be interfere with what in my opinion is like you know main marvel Mm. canon so Mm. i kind of i kind of stopped after that i've I've been told it's very good i just have never picked it up again uh did you watch runaways i know we were only going to talk about the two shows i'm caught up okay yeah no i'm totally caught up with that too and uh not quite sure I feel like, so here's the thing, I feel like I'm watching this and I feel very aware that I am not the target audience. Yeah. This very much feels like it's a show for, it's a show for the youth. The youths? Like, the, 
their mannerisms, the, their 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 drama, their personal dramas, their ways of interacting. Mm-hmm. It's very much for younger generations than ours. I'm fine with that. Mm. Like, I do like the parents, or I like some yeah. of the parents. Fucking fucking Spike, as yeah. One of the parents, but what I love about Spike, and this is yeah. how I've just been looking James at James Marsters. Him. James Marsters. He looks so much like Jason Isaacs that I almost imagine him being a grown-up Draco Malfoy. I can kind of see that. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird to see James Marsters be like a grown-up. Yeah, like the sense, like the straight-laced dad. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, and I mean, I like all the acting. I just don't know. And of course, I mean, it's got a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. A featherless dinosaur. Ooh. But, but a dinosaur. Yeah, I think I I like what's going on. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like the the clusterfuck of love quadrangles that are that's going on. Mm-hmm. Like that feels very teenage, and I feel like this is that's that's why I think it's a good thing. Like in terms of in terms of the target age, like that's the kind of the kind of the way the drama is playing out mm-hmm. is exactly the kind of drama that that you know if you remember your teenage years everything was the end of the world Mm -hmm. and that kind of shit like it's so petty it's so convoluted it's so like what the like you know where the grown-ups like i oh my god what is happening what are you what are you guys getting all caught up in and they're like no you don't understand i like her but she likes her and she doesn't like him but he kissed her and it's all so like everything is so terrible now Mm -hmm. like it feels like it and it's kind of nice to see it like so so nicely done, and in in a context you know where it's coming from a voice of creators that are making sure to do it right. So like there is it is just sort of effortlessly incorporating a queer story in it, and oh, I just like I just like I like the way they're doing it. It's it's fun. That, like I feel like I'm just sort of you know I'm coming and hanging out in the back of the room while the main actual participants are at the center, and I'm okay being that fly on the wall. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it, it means I'm not as compelled to. I'm not as hooked on it. Mm-hmm. But that's all right for me. I got yeah. I got plenty else to hook me. Yeah, no shit. I'm rewatching Legion. I just oh, I have so many things to watch. I love Legion. I'm so still much. going through the Musketeers, which is like a million episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah. So fuck, Marvel's all over the place. Yeah, they got some good shit out there right now. Yeah, like Dang. this is this is this is good shit. So all right, you're gonna finish the Gifted. Yep, you're gonna, gonna finish, finish Punisher. Punisher. Cool. And then, uh, readers, you gonna you gonna watch with us? You should. There's there's some good stuff. There's some good stories, especially if you love Merry Mutant Mayhem. Oh, Triple M. I know. The old Triple M. <laughs> or have you already started watching? Why don't you start watching and then come gush with us about it? Mm. You can send us questions or comments or corrections because you're nerds mm-hmm. to be, our email address at foxesandhenhousepodcast at gmail dot com. Be pedantic with us. Take it. Take it to Twitter. You can uh, at all of us. At once, one fell swoop at henhouse foxes, or me individually. I am older than Latvia, and I'm Hollywood Fat Cat. You can you want to you want to share some excited gifs with us, or no gifs? They're gifs. They're gifs. Word of God. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with that. Bring it to Facebook. They have gifs on Facebook. Sure. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your Tumblr. You can talk about your Tumblr <laughs> afterward. Bring it to Facebook. Facebook is where I'm going to be watching. I know that. I mean, the rest of us, because we all dig off, dig, dig around at work. I'm going with that. So I'm to join us at our Facebook page at facebook.com slash henhouseboxes. Now everybody knows the real home for GIFs is Tumblr, and we have one, and that is foxesinthehenhouse.tumblr.com. Um, we will take all your fan theories, 
um, about pretty much any of the Marvel TV shows, what's going to happen in Legion Season 2, which should be coming out uh, at some point. April. April. Be coming out in April, and uh, yeah, hit us up there. Now we've just named a whole bunch of stuff throughout this episode that we promise we're going to share with you. And uh, you can come and see those and any other essays we happen to blurt out onto the internet at our WordPress page at henhousefoxes.wordpress.com. There you can see that uh, Marvel horror trailer. Now, if you like what you've heard and you would like to hear more, you can find more Foxes in the Hen House where all fine podcasts that are free are sold. (laughs) (laughs) We are on SoundCloud. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play, and we are on iTunes, though iTunes gives you the ability to give us ratings und stars, and uh, giving us five stars would be like participating in a particularly psychedelic dance sequence on Legion, but without the use of heavy psychotic medication or uh, schizophrenic music, uh, mutant powers. Our intro and outro music and pirate rum. (laughs) <laughs> were provided by Andy Hicks, a.k.a. the Pluto Tapes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that might be it for us for this week. All right. Well, uh, so, yeah. I guess we'll catch you next time, readers. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.